Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> This, I don't know if there's any way to like put your imagination to this, but this is the backside of the uniform that's of uh, the inside that's covered up. Yeah. But it's actually Santa over a wash basin, washing <laughs> clothes. Can you see that at all? What's up, Dad? crew? Ed here. And on this episode, I give you guys the conclusion of my conversation with John Lorkey, the GM of the Alaska Gold Panners. Listen. He goes from not working for the team, just you know, being a, a, fa- a host family, to going to become a president, and then goes and becomes the GM. I'm telling you, it's a funny story, so you gotta hear it from him. And then we talked about a little bit more about the Midnight Sun game and who his opponent is gonna be, some of the teams, and uh, some special guests are gonna be visiting the Alaska team uh, this summer. So guys, without further ado, I'll give you the episode. Uh, okay, so tell me, like, you know, uh, uh, your, your uh, and I'm looking, you know, looking at your LinkedIn profile here, but it says you became the uh, general manager of the Gold Panthers uh, 2016? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I was working at the, the car dealership and, and knew uh, real well the guys that were overseeing the Gold Panthers, uh, but there's some really important people in the organizations, especially the president, uh, that passed away in 2012. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult to keep things going to a certain level. The, the gentleman I talked about before, Don Dennis, had relocated, uh, was in the midst of relocating to Southern California, um, you know, just getting elder, turning things over to his son. Uh, and he kind of burned himself out over the years. And it was just it, it had gone downhill. And, mm-hmm. and they asked me if I would take over the presidency uh, late in 2015. And I said, I've been thinking about it because, you know, people would approach me at the ballpark and say, you know, this this could be better. Uh, Lorky, why don't you jump in and help? You know, you've got baseball in you. You know how this stuff kind of works. It's like, you know, I'm a I'm a car sales manager in the in a car dealership. I, I'm not working 34 hours a week. You know, mm-hmm. that, those are some long hours. And, I, you know, I'm housing players, but I'm not really involved a lot beyond that. Mm hmm. But I did want to take over the board and, and think I could put my stamp on it that way. And March 1st of 16, and within 30 days, um, the general manager stepped down. <laughs> and hindsight tells me that, you know, if we can get Lorkey back into this on a daily basis, uh, whether that's what he wanted to do or not, <laughs> he's just crazy enough and got enough baseball in him. He probably won't let it die. He'll probably, you know, go nuts. And and that's what I did. I worked at the, I, I did both worked at the dealership for a, 
uh, another year and a half, you know, and at the end of 17 left the dealership and then doing this now full time. That's amazing. Yeah. It's and, just, and you're doing what you love me up here and I'm loving it. You know, I turned 60, uh, five years ago, six years ago. So it's like, shoot, you know, it's, it's not all about, you know, it's, it's do what you love doing. And I, I enjoyed the car business for a long time, but that's kind of a younger man's business, you know, yeah. uh, to a, to a certain degree. And I figured, you know, I, let me get back to baseball here. Let's let's let me have enjoy that again. That's amazing. That's because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now you have, you're playing, um, you're, you're managing one of the most iconic, you know, brands out there. I mean, everybody, when they think of Alaska baseball league, right. You got the Oilers, um, uh, you got the pilots and then obviously, uh, the gold pen is part like, yeah, everybody will tell you like, you know, when they say Alaska baseball league, goal panners you know that's the first so. thing yeah yeah we hope they they still think of it that way and uh since we were the first we maintain that you know we don't we don't take a criticism at all mm -hmm. or uh are upset about it if someone calls calls us the fairbanks you know fairbanks goal panners but we've always maintained alaska because that's mm -hmm. our that's we're the first and we started it so we've always uh, gone by alaska goal panners yeah i love it um okay so uh, it, Liz, when does the season start for the Alaska Baseball League? It starts in the first week of June. Our home opener is June 8th mm -hmm. this year. A lot of times I'll open up in Seattle and, uh, or open up, you know, at one of the clubs in the lower, you know, part of the state and kind of come up and, you know, I like, I like to kind of start on the road and guys get to know each other mm -hmm. before they get into their summer families and that, but we're going to start at home this year on June 8th against a team from San Diego. Nice. I like that. You should definitely look at it. You know, if you ever go back down to Seattle, you know, the fish sticks are there. Uh, that'll be a pretty cool one. You know, a gold panis and fish sticks. That'll be a pretty cool one uh, to see. Yeah. I got a couple teams from the, uh, from the Carolina area coming up. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Catawba Valley. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's coming up and there's a guy, uh, Joe Hudak that runs, uh, uh, kind of a Christian based team. Uh, Kingsman yes. baseball. He was up here uh, two summers ago, so he's coming back. So yeah, I've got two guys um, bringing up clubs, playing us anywhere from four to five games uh, from from back there this year. That's amazing. I love that you're 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 guiding you know teams from all over the U.S. all the way out here in the Carolinas. That's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, the phone rings, and you know we look at look at that. I don't know if we'll be back in the Alaska League next year, but this year. We'll be independent again, and we've got teams coming up from from there, and we've got a uh, team coming up from Michigan. The Michigan Monarchs are going to be up here. They used to be the Lake Erie Monarchs. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be coming up. Uh, we got another uh, team from – a couple teams from California, too, coming up. So got about seven teams, another from Seattle. So it should be a fun summer, about a little yeah, over home games. Yeah, you got the 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 Seattle Blackfins, correct? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I just, you know, it's been a long time. You know, I go way back with this stuff. I don't know if you're old enough to remember the, uh, the San Diego chicken that yes. used to that do think, well, he wasn't, you know, we'd bring him up from time to time and he hasn't been here since 2009. He's not doing it anymore. Uh, so I just sort of got done with this last season and started thinking, um, I don't know if you see it on our schedule there, but I just, I, you know, who's the best, who's the best mascot in baseball, maybe even in sports, there's a lot of mascots out there, but who who just kind of 
steps out on the field and is funny the way the chicken used to be, and that's the Philly fanatic. Oh yeah, I'm so looking at him right now. Up. He's coming up, man. Yeah, July seven. Yeah, if you can't make the can't make the solstice game on June twenty one, you got to be here July seven. That's amazing. Look at that. Yeah, yes. he said, can you get me a four-wheeler? I said, absolutely, we'll get you a four-wheeler. <laughs> what did you, you think we around town? <laughs> so that'll be a really fun night. Yeah, I think I have, we have one or two or later. Yeah, think. a couple, yeah. Well, there's a guy on the board who's a big Phillies fan, and he went crazy. He said, it would be an honor for me to let the Fanatic use my four-wheeler that night. <laughs> so we got that handled. Um, and then after that, he, cause the all-star game and just sort of helps out the all-star game is in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got some stuff to do there in, uh, in Seattle. So, uh, the fanatics going to leave here that weekend and then, then get down to Seattle for the all-star game on that Tuesday. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And I that's didn't know in- what to expect. You know, I just said, well, let me try. How is he going to give him a call? You know? So. And that and listen, and that's how exactly how I run the, this podcast. I'm like, I'm just gonna start sending emails and calling people, and see who can make it on the podcast. That's how it goes. Yeah. No, that's that's. I don't know how else you would do it. That's exactly what you do. Yeah, I I literally I the web the websites uh, Twitter and all of this. I look I look everywhere, and I'm like, listen, I gotta find a way to get people. How on. did how did we come up? How did what made you think of us? Um. So. Uh, and so, uh, I get get a couple questions in. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I, last year I bought the first, uh, gold panners hat, um, that, because I started, uh, with our future, uh, fellow friends that we have, they have a a website called baseballmapper.com, right? So I'm daydreaming every day, looking at the map, you know, it's like, oh man, I want to go here. I want to go check it out. I'm like, you know, oh, like if see? you were putting together a whole string of games to, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I did a whole bunch of them. Right. But then I was like, all right, let me look at Alaska. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go out of Alaska. So let me see. Right. And I, there was, I saw this, uh, this bit on ESPN about this, there's this race where people just run up a hill. Um, I can't remember where it is, but like, and then they come right it's back down. down in Seward, the marathon, man. Yep. It's dangerous, but, man. They get coming down that hill so fast. It's crazy. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I can do that. I'm like, I can't. I'm 41. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I will probably just roll all the way down. <laughs> oh, but then I, I can get I, to the bottom somehow. <laughs> one way or another, we're getting down there. Right. Um, but I saw, I saw the gold panners. I'm like, Oh my God. And then I'm like, and then I remember, I'm like, wait, hold on a second. That's midnight sun game. Right. So I came and I, and that's where my, my interest peaked and I'm like, man, I got to get them. And then things happened. I got away from it. My, uh, my friend Dirk, she was, she, she was, uh, helping with, uh, base, uh, Japan baseball. Oh yeah. Right. So they were going to go up there. So oh, I was going to, yeah, of they, they got their share of tickets. Yeah, exactly. So I was going to go up. Unfortunately, oh, okay. I couldn't make it. So I was like, I was so pumped. My wife and I, we wanted to go, but it's just, you know, things yeah. got in the way life and all that. But yeah, that's how I got there. And I'm like, you know what, if I'm not going to make it there at uh, the very least, I want to see if I can get somebody from the team to come on the podcast. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. So that's how yeah. it happened. I think it would be, I think it would even be more widely known if the game wasn't played when it's 2 a.m. back East. Uh, yeah, I know it would be something that ESPN would, you know, maybe not all the time, but I think it, they would carry it live occasionally. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was something that was much better than, you know, it doesn't have to be 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. back east, but 2 a.m. just, and, you know, we've we've all, you know, I'm old enough to remember when a lot of stuff on ESPN was like replays and reruns and stuff, but, you know, it's uh, it's a, it's something that's uh, just not done a whole lot. People aren't going to watch it. Yeah. I, I don't think, yeah. If, if they kind of have a, if they're interested in it, they're already going to know about the game and stuff. They're probably not going to watch it as a rerun. I wouldn't think. So, so I think, yeah. So let me ask you this: Are are you guys gonna be um, putting the game on, like, at the very least, on YouTube or something like oh, that? Yeah. You know, oh, to yeah. watch live. Okay. All our games are. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, at the very least, there's that, and I will do my part. I promise you that uh, that I will do my part to promote it uh, at the very least over here on the East Coast, so that way people can be, you know, tuning into to that. So even if it's you know two a.m., I mean. What are we going to do? Sleep? Cool. Who needs sleep? That'd be, yeah, especially in the summer. We'll do that in the winter. Go exactly. During the winter, we can sleep. You know, baseball, baseball yeah. season started. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be happening June 21st, uh, 10 p.m. Pacific time, uh, and obviously 2 a.m. for us here. Um, um, yeah, well, um, 11 Pacific, yeah. 11, yeah. Actually, 10 here, yeah. Yep. So it'll start everything going. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be amazing i cannot wait to see that uh so who who are you guys playing this year uh the team from michigan the monarchs are going to be the midnight sun game team this year that's a five game series and that's uh i think the second game that uh, the series that we play will be the 21st look at that look at that kings and baseball you got uh san diego waves um then you also have catawba valley stars california halos the michigan monarchs there you go seattle blackfins and then uh, San Francisco Seals. Mm-hmm. What kind of team is that? That's uh, that's Collegiate Woodbed as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they all are. You know, oh, that's uh, nice. A, yeah. Abel Alcantara, he's been running a, that team organization for a long time. And uh, he's not up here every summer, but, you know, at least about every three years, he's he's on our schedule and likes to come up. And uh, they're always some good competition. That's amazing. I love that. I think that's amazing. Uh, okay, so we're almost uh, my uh, my famous not so famous questions here, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about merchandise. Um, obviously, you you have a uh, your own store there, um, and um, what's the story behind the Gold Star and the Forty Nine? Um, that goes be before me, so I yeah. really I know they wanted to showcase Alaska. Mm-hmm. And the 49th state yeah. um, and the star. And, you know, I think it has to do with uh, I think it's just a whole lot of, you know, some really good planning because the flag of Alaska has, you know, the stars of the dipper on it. So yep. I think it all ties together with that 49th state, then the dipper and the star. And it's just such a unique hat. I mean, oh, it's yeah. such a unique hat. And it uh, it's a logo we'll never we'll never stray from. We have other little, little variations off it, but yeah. Um, uh, but no, we won't. Uh, it's it's too good. <laughs> it's too good to to say we are. You're gonna get away from it. I absolutely think it's a beautiful logo. I I own one of the hats with the uh, with the old man who who's using the gold pan as the glove, which is amazing. I think it's a it's it's such a cool hat. Yeah, we uh, came up with that. We hired a guy from Canada about three years ago, and just you know, he's an artist and he's done a few teams, and we just said you know we need to upgrade our. Um, you know, our character here, our cartoon type looking character, which really wasn't a cartoon type character at all. It was just a, a man, you know, leaning over with a gold pan. 
in his hand, but you know, what can we do with this and turn it into a guy that's, you know, has a goal pan or kind of a look about him like an old sourdough and, uh, but make it baseball. So, you know, we thought about him fielding, well, he's not going to use a mid, he's going to use a, <laughs> a yeah, goal pan. So we worked on it a lot. We worked <laughs> on um, the glove part and the, you know, it's like, that's no, that's not, we just kept going back and forth. I think the guy was starting to get a little tired of us, but we, you know, this is too important to be right. It doesn't look like a, a, a glove type thing. It, it looks like a, like a disc, like a platter or something you'd, you'd take back and turn in for cash at Vegas, you know, yeah. just didn't look right. So anyway, it, I think we think it came out pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking at it right now and man, that's so cool. That is such a cool logo. And obviously the, the 49 and the star is iconic, right? Like, I mean, you're not going to change that. That's going to be there. But like the fact that you have an alternate look, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, and then trying to get into the modern age. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then in the back, Alaska gold panners. That's awesome. I love it. I think that's great. Uh, the Now you guys, for the most part, sell, uh, is it mostly hats that you guys are selling? Yeah, we'll do a few sweatshirts. We'll do some hoodies. We'll do, you know, a lot of t-shirts mm -hmm. and that. Um, Look at those. Those are cool. Yeah, we get into different things, you know, a lot of different type hats, a lot of different colors, especially for the ladies, you know, some mm -hmm. of those other colors and um so a lot of things you know players like to do we do a little bit we'll sell some of the sleeves that the players wear too um so we'll do a variety of things but the we've got the the uniforms that we have now i don't know if you've seen the one that we came up with uh for the midnight sun game this last year but mm -hmm. it's a it's a black jersey i can grab it really quick if you yeah want. absolutely yeah let's see it if i have it i got it <laughs> yeah right if it's available yeah. Oh, I got an old green Norfolk mix one here too. No way. Oh, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking here on the on the team store. I see the 22 Alaska Midnight Sun game. Man, look at that. So that's that's, that's the back. Yeah, look at that black jersey with a red uh, number with the gold around it. Look at that with the Alaska with the A's with the peaks on it. Right. That is beautiful. And it's and it's not a full jersey that buttons down. It's just right at the one button, button at the top. Yeah, that's it. And then we came up with this. The lady that does this for us is so artistic and so gifted. Look at that. You can see that. Yeah, I see the logo of the Midnight Sun game. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah, so we got that. And then this, I just, just happened to have it in my closet. This is a of top that we got and it had at the time um at wow the time it had a we just wore this with the gray pants but it had a you wouldn't believe this with the lady that paid for the uniforms owned a um a laundromat <laughs> so this is actually you, you can't see it but the baseball um, on it with that with the name of the uh the well they covered it up no they got covered up <laughs> But this side, this, I don't know if there's any way to like put your imagination to this, but this is the backside of the uniform that's of uh, the inside that's covered up. Yeah. But this is actually Santa over a wash basin washing <laughs> clothes. Can you see that at yeah, all? I can see the Santa and then he's sitting like he's straddling the right, <laughs> straddling the wash basin, washing clothes. That was on the front of the uniform because she paid for him. But then when 
I stopped doing this in 87 and the gold panners kept the team alive to have another team here for 88 and 89. Um, They covered that up uh, and just put Nick's on it. Oh man, they should have kept the Santa with us. I know how unique. Nobody's got that. Right. So anyway, that is a beautiful Jersey. Yeah, that one, that one's a little different. I kind of, I still like the gray ones. You know what? Like, I think you should guys, you know, should do like one of those like uh, alternate nights, you know, and then come, come out as the, uh, uh, as the same, at the North Pole uh, Knicks. That should be cool. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. That would be something else. Yeah. Right. That's what it's all about. Merchandise. I should probably bring, bring, bring back those green hats with the NP and probably sell those in the concessions in the souvenir booth. They would sell. Oh, I would so buy one. Do you do you can understand? <laughs> like I would have I got a couple of friends over here that would definitely pay some good money to get a North Pole hat. Trust me. That's like one of those most unique hats. Like you wish, like, you know, it's like you know, we call it the unicorn, right? Because you it's very rare that you're gonna see one around. That'll be one of those for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause that'll be so cool. That MP is beautiful too. When I was looking yeah, at it. Yeah, it was well there. done. Yeah, it was well yeah. written. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh okay. Yeah. Uh, Anything that I have not asked you, John, anything that you'd like to say about the team before I go into the the fun part of the interview, which, by the way, I've been having a blast so far. So, no, everything's been fine. Your show, whatever, whatever you want to do. I'm I'm enjoying talking to you. All right. Perfect. OK, so um, the first question I ask everybody is uh, when you go to a ball game as a fan, um, you you know, we all get something to drink. We all get something to eat. So what is your food and drink of choice? I, you got I got to have a hot dog. Absolutely. I got to have a hot dog in it, but it's probably going to be a little more advanced. It's going to be a kielbasa. It's probably going to have some mustard and some sauerkraut on it and stuff. Yeah, you got to go that way. I'm just amazed. Not enough people. People that don't like sauerkraut very much probably aren't. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like you go to the oh, ball game. So I mean, good. That's, that's good stuff. It, you know, so I like that. Um, I like beer, but, it, you know, I don't want it to fill me up where I can't have my second kielbasa. <laughs> <laughs> but, um I'll I'll amaze myself how far I can get through a bag of peanuts, no matter how many of them there are. I can't stop. Yeah. So peanuts, peanuts uh, any kind of cold drink. I like any kind of cold drink. I um, like it. Uh, kielbasa. Love a cheeseburger too, but at the ballpark, it just seems like it's it's the hot dog is the way to go. It is. And it, I can't. I mean, when we're at home, I I can't stay away from our concessions stand. I. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't do it. I, you, know, I say, you walk hey, by summer. and swipe a hot dog. Yeah, my Apple Watch wants me to take so many steps around the ballpark and get my butt moving <laughs> and stuff. But I think I, uh, I don't. I think I balance that off pretty good with a pretty, pretty good <laughs> series of things to eat. <laughs> what happened to that? I don't know what happened. It was there one minute, and then the, the yeah. next is gone. Yeah, I did. I must have did. I've done. Uh, I think this last year's Midnight Sun game, I did sixteen thousand steps. Oh wow! Just walking it was, around. It was, back it was and crazy. Yeah, it was. I'm, I was all over the place. It was so much fun. I love. People that. were having a ball. At some point in the evening, we tell people, you know, you're probably not going to be able to have a seat at this point, and they say, "I don't care." Yeah, that's fine. Is the beer garden open? All <laughs> right, let's go. Yeah, no, I'll be able to see the game. They're standing up talking with their buddies and stuff, and and oh yeah, last year was last year was off the charts for the amount of people stuffed into the stadium it was it was a blast i love love to and nobody that. complained nobody complained it was why great. would you complain you're outdoors you're playing watching baseball you're hanging out with your friends i mean what else do you want exactly 
You're not looking exactly. at your phone, so this that's my point of view. Yeah. yeah. Do not disturb. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh what has been the weirdest thing thing that you have eaten before? That I have eaten? Yep. Oh, geez. I know there's some things I there's not a lot that I don't like. Um if it was that weird, I probably wouldn't have touched it, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't touch eggplant anymore. My Italian mom used to make that. Uh, <laughs> it's like you've had yeah, enough in your life. I tried to disguise it too and load it up with cheese and Parmesan cheese and stuff, but it was still <laughs> eggplant. I couldn't deal with it. Um, but I like just about any kind of fish. I like, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you got some some great fish up there in Alaska. So oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with yeah, that. It just feels weird when you leave Alaska and you order fish. It's like, this just don't feel right. It can't be as good. <laughs> up here but uh no i like i like just just about just about anything really i'd well, probably didn't do a great job on that question nope, but that's fine nope no, didn't come no up problem with some at all crazy, crazy order or something that i got if you were to live somewhere else that's not alaska where would it be well my wife and i are thinking about it right now and um we were actually in um port charlotte as the hurricane was approaching uh last september and mm -hmm went there the year before we're just thinking about relocating uh i can probably uh look at doing this uh, a little bit seasonal mm -hmm. uh she was born and raised here but she's just tired of being cold <laughs> I, I mean simply put she's tired of being cold yeah I, uh, I was tired of being cold in ohio and and that's not even close to what you guys have so i was like i was out yeah and the last two years it just won't there, there's still a ton of snow on the ground uh it won't leave we're talking you know the middle of april now um and it's just we're not even, I think we may have hit 35 today, but we should be getting, you know, low forties every day, but it, we've had a bunch of days. We just hadn't gotten that cold, but, uh, yeah, we were there in three days, uh, in Port Charlotte and knew we were about a day and a half from the hurricane hitting and took off to Fort Lauderdale and, and had to fly back. But, uh, um, we, we really liked that area. My brother spent some time in, uh, in Florida as well. Um, and, you know, know that the summers get pretty hot there, but, uh, yeah, you know, we, we like to be around some water and something that, uh, you know, a little bit warmer. That's probably a lot warmer, but yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm originally from Puerto Rico. Right. So like, I, I love hot weather. I'm, I'm yeah. love, I love the hot weather. So I'm okay with yeah. anything. Yeah, my hot. wife does too. We like it and you know, it doesn't bother us to, you know, sweat and a little bit. It's so. okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. All right. So here we go. Um, if, uh, what would be the one thing that, you know, would be hard for you to give up? Uh, it'd probably be baseball. Um, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. It's always going to have my imagination. You know, I probably shouldn't have had the giants on where I could see them in the last hour as that game was finishing and they messed <laughs> up again. But, um, uh, you know, you, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta follow that team. You know, it's just, um, you know, it's just it's just amazing that that we would move. Um, I mean, my dad got married in in '48 and plays out as you know minor thing, and they, you know we're back in California where he's growing up. But that we wouldn't that we would have made our way to Northern California, which is where the Giants are, mm -hmm. instead of being near the arch rivals. You know, you know I couldn't possibly anything that would force me to root for the Dodgers would probably be another thing. I couldn't possibly, I could, I could give up. You know? <laughs> you know, but that, 
That's what I mean, that's what's great about sports, the rivalries, you know, that's a great rivalry. And I'm now, you know, I, I like the way they've um, changed the schedule around a little bit this year. I, I think they may have gone to kind of the other extreme because mm-hmm. Giants just played the Dodgers three times at home and they're they're not coming back to San yeah. Francisco until the final homestand. So mm-hmm. how you how you get can they opened up in, you know, in Yankee Stadium, which is cool. They haven't been back there and I don't know how long. Yeah, uh, and I, you know, I do like that. You know, the that they get to play other uh, teams in, in yeah. the league. I'm a fan of that. Uh, but yeah, I can see that's like, all right, you know, like you know, these rivalries that you want to keep going. Yeah, those t- should take a little bit more priority, and then going on on yeah. from there. Everything's, you know, all the changes are about the fans. It's a game that you either like. You know, I don't know how many fans are going to track because they speed it up. We'll see. Uh, I don't see why you had to expand the bases. I don't just, I don't get that at all. The only throw over twice is kind of, it's kind of awkward, but they're trying to get the running game back in mm-hmm. um, the pitch clock and the, you know, no two infielders on one more than more than two infielders on one side of the bag. You know, I like a lot of that stuff. So yeah. we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Never have liked the DH. I'm too much of a, <laughs> too much of a purist. You're uh, a national leaguer on that, on that side. Well, I'm and I'm a strategic person. Yeah. I'm a very analytical guy when I'm watching the game, and and you take away all the strategy uh, uh, that involves pitching changes and making two changes, and I'm going to try to get another out from this guy. He hits second next inning. Well, uh, you know, do I do I see if I can get another out from him, or do I get him out of there right now and make two switches, and now the guy comes in, now he'll hit second next inning instead of the pitcher. You know, all that's gone. A manager yeah. only has to think, is this gonna guy going to pitch better than this guy? He doesn't have to think about anything else. I think it ruins uh, a lot of the strategy um, of baseball. So I've well, never – And now that – Another, what, two-tenths of a run a game? You know, it's yeah, it's like – And and then the the pitcher has to face a minimum of three. Yeah. You know, better. So it's yeah. like, you know, I get that. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I, I I mean, I, I have my gripes against Major League Baseball. Um but some of these changes, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, harp them on just because I can understand, you know, see why they're uh, doing them. Yeah, 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 you can see that. Yeah, that yeah. there's a there's a rhyme and reason for that, so I can understand that part. Uh, okay, so, um, you know, speaking of that, you know, one a little, you know, tangent here is, does does do you uh play with some of those rules? there with, with the gold panners we haven't um okay we pretty much play in american league rules but um mm-hmm. things are um you know kind of short notice on the base i, I don't know that i would want to expand the bases anyway mm-hmm. um but we will uh this summer we won't and i would imagine you know there'll be some discussion um going forward if, if we're going to do it but we won't be playing with a pitch count uh you rarely get you rarely get more than two infielders on one side of the bag at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't enough, you know, guys, there's enough familiarity, I think with, with the opposing player to do that. And most guys don't, you know, they're, they're not pulling the ball that much. It's typically a left-hander thing. Okay. Um, so we'll see that we won't have a, like I said, won't have a pitch clock and, and that, but um, I do like some of the changes though. Okay. Perfect. We'll All right. Tell the umpire to, get these guys moving. You know? <laughs> Let's go. 
Yeah. I need you to call a couple of strikes here and there so we can get yeah, out of here. Not, but not too fast. I I haven't sold my uh, quota yet in the beer garden. So. Slow it down. Slow it yeah, down. Make an injury. You know, go make go out to the mound or something. <laughs> I hear it's hurting some revenue, and I heard some stadiums have already increased the uh, or lengthened the time at which they'll allow beer to be sold and gone into the eighth inning now instead of the seventh. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. If you've heard that too. So and that was one of our one of uh, discussions that I was having with some uh, some friends is that okay, we're we're shortening the game, you know. And some minor league, you know, uh, people that work in in minor league baseball, they're saying it's like, listen, during the week, we're okay with that because not a lot of people are showing up in the middle of the week to the games. Yeah. So the quicker you get in, the quicker you get out. It's fine. We're good with that part, right? We're cutting costs there. Where where they're gonna start hurting is those weekend games, like those Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, right? You know, yeah. that's where they're gonna see a little bit of a, a of a hard hit when it comes to revenue. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't see why it couldn't just be left to the person selling it to say this guy's had enough. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some guys, you know, you right. know, I, Ex- why do you cut it off? I only had one. I didn't know you were gonna so. Yeah, I mean, but they make those announcements. Hey, hey, it'll be cut off last time. <laughs> yeah, you know, that kind of spurs sales too. So, exactly. So, uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, if you if you could travel anywhere on Earth, where would it be? I'd want to go back to Europe. Yeah, Not back to Europe. I've never been to Europe, and a lot mm-hmm. of that is just because you know the history there. But and then some of it is certainly because of my dad's experiences in World War II. So I'd love to get to France uh and rome and italy and you know portugal and and that kind of stuff so i, I would en- i would enjoy that i i you know what i, I think that'll be almost like I've, I've never been i've well i've been uh i've been to south africa that's as far as i've gone uh but i would love to go to spain i uh, love to you know travel uh all over the world i think that'll be so something cool to do yeah i we love to travel my wife and i love to travel but uh yeah that that would be we've talked about that that one too and she's she's all aboard there you go. All right, a couple more here, my friend. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what superpower would it be? Well, uh, this this could be an age question more than anything. It'd probably be my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Get my memory back, right? Yeah, you got to stop checking the date of birth next time you do these interviews. But, <laughs> uh, but I, um, I mean, just just from a learning standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, I. It's, you know, you, there's so many, so many great things out. I love to read and there's so much stuff out there. I wish I just, especially all the advice I should have learned in the investment. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. You know, all that, all that uh, kind of stuff over the years. Um, so. Yeah, um, true. All right. Last question for me, my friend. If you could invite three people to dinner, uh, living or dead, who would you invite? Oh, man. Living or dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably Willie Mays, Oof. Abe Lincoln. Mm. George Patton. Very interesting. War, politics, baseball. Interesting. Yeah, yeah the poli-sci side of... Um, yeah, I mean, it's just great. I mean, um, 
you know, a lot of, a lot of discrimination and racial tension comes out nowadays. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, what I've learned about history tough, you know, to think at that time, you're trying to hold the country together, knowing that you've got to solve this slavery matter. It's going to rip things apart, but, but if we're going to move forward, we better, we better mm-hmm. uh, get this right. Yeah. You know? but yeah. That, that was crazy. And, you know, I've learned a lot about how much am, uh, John Adams and Jefferson tangled with it, uh, you know, when they wrote the the whole thing, the Constitution is, and they they kicked it down the road, and they said we'll never be able to put the country together and pull this whole thing off and get this country off the ground mm-hmm. if we um, try to solve this slavery issue. They did, they knew it right when the country started, and they just they said it's just too contentious. It, we won't get this country off the ground if we try to deal with this now. So they knew and, it, you know, and they just yeah. I like, yeah, and, yeah, not many years before, I wouldn't say as a it was a failure theirs. It was more of a, a foresight to say <laughs> we gotta walk before we can run. Yeah. We got well, there we even crawl. Right. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Gotta start with baby sure. steps here. Sure. Uh, when did you get here from Puerto Rico? When did you come over? So I I moved from Puerto Rico to Ohio when I was twelve. Okay. Yeah. So I I I mean I I'm from Puerto Rico, but I'm also from Cleveland, right? Like, I mean, I grew up in Cleveland since I was, I was there since I was 12 until about a year and a half ago. And I've, I've been in North Carolina now ever since then. Cavaliers fan. I am a Cavaliers fan. And unfortunately I am a Browns fan. Uh, so I know a lot about ugly seasons. <laughs> <laughs> know about I know about the hurt. I know about the hurt. I know how that yeah. goes. We're, there's yeah. always All next the season. Are surprising everybody this year. So we'll see where they that are. Goes. They look awesome. They're, you know, they're playing amazing. They, you know, they're the fourth seed going against the Knicks. So I'm very excited for them. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm happy for them. That'll be a good for, series. You know, make it to the playoffs first season without LeBron, which is, you know, something to say he's been gone for a while now too. Yeah. I don't know how you're that good. I couldn't believe it when I saw him play in first year in the NBA you just can't get that that good you know yeah. floor see the floor everything everything That's insane at that age I just like and he could have played tight end you know, the physical talents can be there you yeah. know at 18 you can have the physical side of it but to just have that play with the knowledge of a 30 year old player at 18 was just crazy to me and the way you know the way, obviously, he knows already that the way he left Cleveland the first time around was wrong, and then he he admits that now. Oh yeah. But like the 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 intelligence in for which you know he uses you know the whole floor, right? I mean, it's just it's yeah, it's it's a masterpiece, right? Like I mean, it's great. Like he likes to get in the other players involved, and it's it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, to win, you better. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to win if you don't have a team. No. So, right. uh, John. Thank you so much. I had welcome, an man. absolute blast. I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna invite you again just so we can talk some more because I've had yeah, such a blast like we, doing we this. Finished it, huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. No, I'd love to talk to you again. That'd be great. Let's do it again. Um, and then, um, where can people find you guys on social media? Uh, just uh, Gold Panner. See, I think Twitter were uh, real Gold Panners. Uh, I'm not much of a social media person, so <laughs> I know they can, they can hit us uh, Instagram. Just just Gold Panners has got to take you to any of our stuff. For there sure. you go, and then you're gonna have somebody, an intern or somebody, run the social media. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there's Instagram. There's Facebook. There's yeah. Twitter. I will. 
I will make sure to uh, put everything on the links like Twitter and all that. So that way people can follow you guys. Yeah. I will put the com uh, and jump, jump to it from there too. Exactly. And then they have uh, the merch store so they can buy some uh, merchandise from you guys. Merchandise, midnight sun game tickets. Uh, yeah. All that yes. stuff. Love it. Love it. All right. Thank you, my friend. And uh, you know, good luck to you guys in the season. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Great talking to you. Anytime. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with John. Now make sure you guys are following the team on all the socials so that way you guys are always in know of what is going on with the team. But my ask for you guys, uh, for you guys, Dad Hat Crew, is that uh, if you want to support minor league baseball, if you enjoy the game, the sport, all of that, go visit the teams. Go to their website, buy their merchandise. That is how they make money. That is how they survive. So I'm asking you guys to go ahead and even if it's just buying a hat, do that. Okay. I bought a, I've bought my fair share of hats and I will still be buying more. So, uh, uh thank you for that. Uh, make sure that you guys are following the podcast. I am on Apple Podcasts. Uh, listen, I'm everywhere. Okay. Just wherever you listen to your podcast, just look for the Dad Hack Chronicles podcast. I greatly appreciate it if you also give it five stars so that way I go up on the rankings. All right. So now that I got that part out of the way, okay, let's get into the joke of the episode the dad joke of the episode and here it is what do you call an emotionally unstable animal who lives in alaska and vacations in antarctica a bipolar bear all right all right i see myself out and until then guys keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues see ya This podcast is part of the Curved Brand Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brand Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series, and in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick and Corey of BaseballMapper.com, and we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.